Hello guys and welcome to Odson Euro quarterfinal Switzerland Spain. Let's analyze this uh, first quarterfinals game with Danny Fisichella and of course with you because I want to know what you think. So leave a comment below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Noibet. And of course, if you enjoy our videos, press the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications. And now let's go on with the show. First quarterfinals of this uh, Euro on Friday, 6 p.m. We have to go to St. Petersburg, Switzerland, Spain. Danny, how are you? I do very well, very well. This is this is re the real good stuff. Perhaps even better than what we've seen in the round of 16. I have very difficult actually because these two teams uh, came from giving us an amazing Monday. What a goal feast! Uh, we saw on Monday, and they are both in the quarterfinals. Probably not expected. Of course, uh, Switzerland, no one expected them uh, here, uh, knocking out the world champions, France and Spain. After so many doubts at the beginning of this Euro, they've been improving. And here they are now really favorites. Spain, Nani, 1.76 to beat uh, Switzerland. Of course, the hype is uh, kind of high in Spain because we were able or they were able to overcome a very difficult situation with that uh, goal uh, scored by Unai Simon, let's say, or that uh, huge mistake by the Spanish goalkeeper. And then also after conceding two goals in the last minutes, uh, the Spanish team had the mental strength to score another two goals and come back again in a very difficult situation. Yeah, well, let's let's start by saying that we are in the exciting part of the draw because you know the round of 16 on this side that produced 18 goals in four games, the other side only 11 after a Ukraine late win against Sweden. So we could expect goals on this on this side of the draw and especially on this game. But when we talk about Switzerland, Spain, it is a mismatch, and you know uh, the recent encounters between these two teams uh, clarify that you know in the last Nations League, Spain won. 1-0, then they drew 1-1. Against Spain, Switzerland only won one game, five draws, 16 defeats. So this is definitely, definitely uh, up uh, Switzerland streets, how, uh, up Spain streets. However, however, uh, they are a young team and a young team uh, can make mistakes sometimes, can uh, be overconfident or maybe doesn't know how to manage games. But the Spanish team has showed they have great strengths, great character to recover from adversity. Let's not forget, uh, they started the tournament not very well because they had a lot of COVID cases, so they were disrupted. They didn't have the best preparations there. Then, you know, a disappointing draw with Sweden, disappointing draw with Poland, missing a penalty with Morata, Morata uh, facing abuses, slurs, threats in social media. You know, he's a very sensitive guy as well. He's one of those uh, players that can go down in the morale very quickly, can go up very quickly. So, uh, this could have affected, but then the team picked up also because Busquets came back to the team. Five goals against Slovakia, five goals against Croatia, 3 1 up, 3 3. Great goal from Morata. So, obviously, the confidence is there uh, for Spain. And you know, after you recover from a mistake of what Unai Simon did, and by the way, he was outstanding in the rest of the game, he made the three or four saves that you know. They were amazing, and you know we should we should forget the fact that uh, uh, you know it's been it's been really really good. And yes, mistakes happens because 
obviously this is the Luis Enrique mentality. He wants the keeper to play with his feet. He wants the, pe- the, the players to always recycle the ball. Sometimes mistakes can happen. But the good thing is that they keep going and they keep playing according to their styles. That's why this makes them favorites. So, uh, you know, top scorers in the competition. Spain to score in both halves against Switzerland. Why not? 2.80. That's the bad odds on Spedia. Okay, uh, starting uh, analyzing from the Spanish uh, side, we will come back now. Let's go for the Swiss because uh, they've never been this far. Actually, we have to wait 67 years in the World Cup in 1954 is when they reached the quarterfinals for the last time. And absolutely no one could uh, have expected to knock down, uh, knock out uh, France, especially Danny uh, creating. So many chances in. The, they were very direct. Uh, anytime they recovered the ball, the the ball, they went straight to uh, look for Yoris. And we have to highlight a, a couple of players very important. Of course, Seferovic. He scored uh, two great uh, goals. He's the second player for Switzerland to score in consecutive games in the Euros. And also he scored thanks to Subers uh, assist for assist for him. In the Euro, actually, no player has provided more assists than him in a single Euro tournament. These are very important names. Also, Shaka, who will miss the um, game against Spain and is a very sensible uh, absence, actually, for Petkovic. Yeah, absolutely. Shaka was uh, tremendous against France. Probably the best play- the best game he played in the last year and a half uh, for who follows him at Arsenal, and he's gonna be a big miss with Switzerland. I think uh, you know it's uh, they they respected what uh, the predictions were. It's a very organized team. It's a team that uh, everyone knows what they're doing. They like to have the ball. You know, average possession for the Swiss, 52%. So it's not just a team that parks the bus. And as you said, they are very direct. They are the fifth team in the tournament for crosses completed. Uh, They had 27 corners taken in the tournament, so third in that particular ranking. And probably when we look at the games, you know, they always created chances against Wales, they should have won. Ward had a great game. They scored four against Turkey. They had a bad day against Italy, but they were playing in Rome. They were traveling back from Baku, different weather condition, different time zone. And Italy pressed them very high and suffocated them in their own half. But this is a team that if you leave them a time to play and to build the play, perhaps they don't build it very quickly. They are quite slow builder, but they can actually, uh, you know, obviously get to the byline and cross for uh, Seferovic. In this uh, uh, game, uh, Seferovic is going to be obviously fundamental because he'll have to battle against the two centre-backs of Spain. By the way, Spain, who's going to play a centre-back? Probably that's where Luis Enrique is not quite sure whether Eric Garcia, whether Laporte or Pau Torres, whether he prefers someone like Pau Torres who's better on the ball, but less good at marking we'll see but so Seferovic will be important holding the ball up and there's going to be space for Mbolo to run in behind him and we still haven't seen the best of Shakiri in this uh, tournament but you know be mindful because the Swiss the Swiss play team have got players who can come out of the bench they got Vargas uh, who was very good against uh, France and they got other substitutes the guy who scored the uh, the three uh, the three three the name escapes me now but you know he's been he's been instrumental and um, you know I think uh, I think this is um, this this is a team that can really uh, pose some uh, some questions as I said uh, before this 
they are facing uh, the team that are the top scorers in the tournament, seconds in attempts on target, 29, more attacks, we're talking only about Spain. So going for the over 0.2 goals market, I think is sensible and that pays two or eight. Again, this is the best odd you can find on Oddspedia. Yes, uh, actually the bookies, the odds are kind of similar for over 2.5 goals, you just mentioned 2.08, under 2.5 goals is 1.92, <clears throat> so in the last 16 round actually it's kind of uh, not safe, but uh, it makes sense to go for over 2.5 goals. Well, Shakiri played a great game against uh, Tarki, yes. actually. He- maybe in uh, other games, but he did shine against uh, Tarki. And it's uh, funny, Danny, that uh, now Spain is the top scorer of this uh, Euro. When we were talking always about the problems of uh, scoring with Spain, uh, Gerard Moreno now on the bench, probably he will be again on the bench against uh, Switzerland. Morata is struggling a lot to score, even that missed penalty that you mentioned before. But it looks like Luis Enrique found the three men's uh, the offensive men's uh, with uh, men with Morata, Ferran Torres and Sarabia. We have to highlight especially both uh, Ferran Torres and Sarabia in my opinion, of course Morata as well because he's been uh, heavily criticized because Ferran Torres he's so young and he is finding the net so easily. He does the same with uh, Man City, but it's not easy to do it also for your national team. Also Sarabia, who no one expected him to be starting for Spain and to be such a key player. And also everyone is highlighting in Spain, Pedri, because he's only 18. He's becoming also very important against uh, Croatia. He was uh, crucial and he's not hiding, even when he's that young, same as Ferran Torres. No, It, it, it comes to a very important tournament as the Euro and both are stepping up actually. Absolutely. I take, you know, this, this is from our friend Alvaro. I saw in his, tweet, in his Twitter feed, I'm going to use it now. Do you remember how Iniesta and Xavi played when they were 18? Probably not. That tells you how good Pedri is, because now he's 18 and you remember, of course, credit to Alvaro for putting that up. And uh, yes, of course, if you mention the three strikers, uh, Sarabia and, uh, and Ferran Torres, probably not uh, the starters people would have imagined for Spain, especially such a, such a strong season for uh, Gerard Moreno. But again, this is the Luis Enrique philosophy. He wants players that are quick, they can play with the ball, they can press very high, recover the ball, and always have that positive attitude, always plays in front of them, always taking people on. So he likes to have these two pacey uh, strikers who can also interchange positions and create problems. I think sometimes to unlock certain defense, Gerard Moreno closer to Morata could be an option. But Luis Enrique tried that against Poland and it didn't quite work according to what he wanted. But also what we have to highlight from Luis Enrique is that when he makes a substitution, he never makes a defensive substitution. With five minutes to go, Spain were 3-2 up against Croatia. He took out Ferran Torres to put Oyarzabal. He could, anyone in the world would have put Rodri, would have put a defender, he would have locked the team. But he actually, that's his philosophy. 
Sometimes it pays out, sometimes it doesn't pay out. Croatia probably could have won the game if the time would have allowed. And actually, the extra time stops was an advantage for Spain. But then, in the, in the, in the extra time, having Oyarzabal in the, in the pitch helped them to score the fifth goal and to pose more threats. So this is what you get from uh, Luis Enrique. He's a fundamentalist on his, uh, in, his, in, in his approach. And, you know, uh, give or take, you're going to be entertained. Also, we have to remember, this team is very young. Loads of these players are going to go to the to Tokyo Olympics for the under-23 uh, team. So, you know, imagine how rested they're going to be for the beginning of next season. And also, this is a team, I know this, that is not very streetwise. In other words, if they're winning, they don't go on the ground, they don't lose time, they don't just go to the corner, they just try to attack, attack, attack and score more goals. Against a Swiss team that is more wise, it's more streetwise, they know more a little bit of the dirty tactic, this could be a problem maybe, because you know, the Swiss are very good at managing the game. Let's not forget, Switzerland had the, the game plan spot on against France. If Rodriguez doesn't, doesn't miss the penalty, they win in the 90 minutes. And they had France really, really struggling because they were attacking the wide areas. They understood France wasn't very prepared, especially missing a left back as well. So they did they did the job. So let's not underestimate them. Last one to give you, maybe last last thought again on the on the odds market. Uh, if you think they're gonna be goals, as I think they should be. Over 0.5 goals in the first half, that pays 150. Not a great return, you say? Well, bet three units and you might get 450. <laughs> it's uh, funny, Danny, the clash of styles. Of course, uh, Luis Enrique, in my opinion, he's the star of this uh, Spanish uh, national team. Uh, well, he won the Champions League no, with Barcelona, no many. Um, national team coaches can say this and he is doing of course a polemic controversial job but a very good job and he's paying off now and Petkovic we know how he's uh, very building up a, a strong team as we always talk about the Swiss and you mentioned at the beginning also the head-to-head -head, uh, with these teams uh, remember that they played in the World Cup in 2010 that World Cup yes. was the one won by Spain but in the opening game Switzerland was able to beat Spain 1-0 in a disastrous game actually for Spain. Uh, they were, or we were uh, very unlucky. And also they met in the World Cup in 94, in the last 16 round, Spain won 3-0. And actually Luis Enrique scored a goal. Then now he's be on the bench uh, with Spain. Then Danny, you gave us uh, some tips, which uh, goes always for the goals market. It's very clear that you expect uh, goals here, as we've seen uh, so far in the last 16 games with Switzerland and Spain. Uh, the outright market doesn't pay a lot, of course. Uh, why, that's why probably it's better to stay away from it. But if you have to say which team is going to go for the semifinals, you'll bet in Switzerland or Spain? I will, I will bet for Spain in this case, because I think uh, they found the momentum, they got a lot of confidence, they got more quality on the pitch, but it's not going to be a walk in the park. I think the Swiss are going to give them a good game, so it could be a high-scoring game with both to score. Again, another tip you, I can give you, both to score pays two 
So again, if you go for the gold market, both to score probably could be. And yeah, if you want to bet on Spain to qualify, it doesn't pay much. So uh, it's it's a good chance maybe if you want to make up your losses, you know, one of these bets maybe don't go through. Put a couple of units on the, on the Spain to qualify. I think no one will uh, look uh, Switzerland down actually from the Spanish side because, uh, as you said, no uh, Spain struggle already to beat uh, rivals that is supposed to be weaker than them and Switzerland they already showed how dangerous can be in this uh, Euro of course beating uh, France uh, and beating Turkey for instance then Danny then Danny thanks and uh, let's see what happened in this Switzerland Spain okay thanks and speak soon bye bye these are Danny's picks for this very big game. Let's see what Spain can do against uh, the Swiss. Let me know what you think, of course, in the comment section. And remember, you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And support us by clicking on the like button, subscribing to our channel and clicking on the bell to get all the notifications. And remember, if you prefer, we have a podcast for you. See you very soon.